Welcome to Inner Force. Your host is Angela King. Inner Force is all about using the tools within you to be a better leader. If you are looking to build a better business, connect more effectively with others, and become the leader you've always wanted to be, it's time to unleash your own inner force. Now, here is Angela King. Welcome. I'm Angela King, and this is Inner Force. Today, we're talking about the power of awareness of our physical body. And we'll learn how increasing this awareness and tapping into the power of our body can fuel our inner force and everything we do. So what is our inner force? How do we define it? We define it as our deepest, most authentic self and the source of our vitality. Inner force is located in our inner core and houses our deepest truths, our most tightly held values, and our intuition and it is already within each one of us. The mission of this show is to help create a set of practices to use in the midst of our busy lives that will do three things. First, to help us connect to ourselves internally. Secondly, to help us have a regenerative impact on the state of our inner world. And last, to provide fuel for us to bring our light and our contribution out into the world. Inner force is an invitation into more of yourself. To meet the challenges of this moment in our history, it will take each and every one of us to rise in whatever way we can. And to meet the challenges of this moment requires that we fully step into ourselves and speak our truth. In order to do that, we need fuel. We need to call on our inner resources. We have to dig deep and find the place within ourselves that knows that there is a better way. The place that is the source of all knowing, of energy, of capacity, and of resiliency. And from this place, we can listen more deeply. We can meet and see each other in the midst of difficult conversations that we need to have and begin to act. This is a call to step in and to rise to start with what we can control, which is ourselves. This week is the last week of Women's History Month, and I've been contemplating all the women who came before, who stood up, who spoke out, who challenged the status quo. All of the women who laid the foundation for the movements that are now rising, like B2 and Time's Up. I've also been reflecting with enormous gratitude for the women who are rising in this moment, who are speaking out, who are speaking their truth despite how difficult it is to do so, so that we can all be a little bit more free. I was standing in the checkout line this weekend and noticed Oprah's April issue of O Magazine on the stand. And on the front cover, she asks the question, what would you stand up for? And it says, quote, it's your time to rise and to be the light you want to see. This is what the inner force process is all about, creating a set of practices that can support us as we rise to be more of who we are, to bring our light and our contribution to the world, to take a stand for whatever it is that we believe in. What happens when we take a stand? 
we have to face our fear of what will result from the fact that we took a stand. This particular magazine issue is fantastic. They highlight people standing up for all for their truths across all kinds of areas. She hits head on some of the thoughts that get in our way or have us hesitate in standing up for our truth, for causes we believe in, or for making whatever contribution we can make, no matter whether that is small or large. Last week, we talked about the power of practices and how taking up new practices can support our connection with ourselves. We talked about the ways in which getting caught in a story that we tell ourselves or others about ourselves can limit us. And we offered the invitation to take up a practice of self-reflection, asking a series of questions about if there's a story that we're in now and whether that story is generative, meaning that it creates possibilities for us, or whether that story is a limiting one, meaning that it closes down possibilities. And we'd love to hear how this is going for you if you've taken it on. So we'd love to get your thoughts, questions, or comments, at, which you can email to us at info at fuelinnerforce.com. Last week, we also talked about the cycle of change framework that we introduced from the founders of of Integral Coaching, New Ventures West. And the way that they put it is that the way that we stay the same And the way that we change are exactly the same process. The integral coaching method suggests four ways to intervene in this cycle to manifest the change that we want. The first intervention is through awareness, through self-reflection, and through noticing what we're actually paying attention to. The second intervention is to engage in new practices that the practices we engage in have us become the kind of person that we are. The third intervention is a relationship to hold us in that new behavior, someone who can support us with objectivity. And the last intervention is knowing that it isn't only a matter of making up our mind to change, but it's doing practices which brings change into being. So this week we're transitioning into working with the body And we'll be suggesting some new practices here. We'll be learning about how becoming more aware of our body can help support us. Now, as leaders, our business skills and our experience is generally why we are where we are today. So our mind is seen as the value that we bring. And while this certainly may be true, we are a complete package and a key to leveraging our whole self And expanding our capacities means bringing in awareness of our physical body. Coming up in the program, we'll talk about the leadership embodiment work founded by Wendy Palmer. It's a process that uses principles from the nonviolent Japanese martial art of Aikido and mindfulness to offer simple tools and practices to increase leadership capacity and respond to stress and pressure with greater confidence and integrity. In our new Ventures West segment, we will have guest coach Sahar Azarabadi. Sahar brings a deep background of over 15 years of management and executive level leadership experience in sales, marketing, and business development to her coaching, facilitation, training, and workshops. She is both certified as an integral coach from New Ventures West 
and a leadership embodiment associate. So today we're going to talk about the body and we're going to focus on three topics as we do so. The first topic is the breath, how we can access more of our capacities through tapping into our breath. The second is ground. We're going to actually bring the attention to the lower half of our body and begin to tap into the power that we can find when we feel our legs and our feet. And the third is posture. We're going to talk about how our posture can affect what we feel is possible for us in any given moment. Before we get too far, let's talk a little bit about why this matters. What's the benefit I get from stepping into this? Focusing on our breath for even a few moments brings our attention inward, where we can start to engage with our inner world. You can start to try this right now while you listen, just by focusing on your inhale and your exhale. Focusing on our breath can create more spaciousness inside our being. And increasing our awareness of our physical body can literally provide fuel and serves us in bringing more of our whole selves to our work and our lives. Focusing on the breath actually calms the mind-body system. I did a yoga teacher training a few years ago, and they had a saying which was, quote, when the breath is agitated, the mind and body will be agitated. When the breath is calm, the mind and body will be calm. Focusing on feeling our body and turning our awareness towards the breath is the first step in coming back to ourselves and finding our center, which of course is hugely beneficial to the work we're we're interested in doing in cultivating our relationship with ourselves. Previously, we've also introduced the concept of self-attunement, which we define as a physiological and emotional sensing of one's own current experience, rhythm, mood, and needs. We can access inner force through attuning to ourselves in the same way that we might attune to a child. When the access is there, we can have a palpable experience of our inner force and we're more clear about what it is that we need and want. We can more easily access our deepest truth. We can more easily access our most tightly held values and thus have more capacity and ability to act in accordance with those values and to make choices based on them. We have access to our energy our creativity, and our deepest levels of inner intelligence. The body can be an anchor as we step into this journey of further developing our inner life. Now, one of the things we know is that starting to turn towards ourselves can be uncomfortable. We've talked in the last couple of shows about this, and we'll continue to discuss it. When we start to turn towards ourselves, we can encounter feelings and sensations that we may have been avoiding by keeping ourselves distracted. And the body can actually be a huge source of support to hold those feelings and sensations. Many of us don't consciously think about how the body can support us in our work. And this is a missed opportunity. Again, when I trained with the Ishta Yoga method while I was living in London many years ago, they talked about how yoga can support us in being more in our body. Quote, there's no correct way to breathe. Breath is how we mobilize space in the body. Posture is how we stabilize our body in space. When we are standing or sitting with good posture, breathing capacity is increased. 
Through yoga practice, we become aware of breathing patterns that constrict us and learn new ways of breathing. Yoga practice is the integration of breath and posture, finding a balance between stability and mobility. The work of the inner force process is about taking the wisdom out of the formal practices such as yoga and Aikido and incorporating those into the way that we move around the world in our work and life. The wisdom of these ancient practices can help fuel us in the midst of all we're trying to do in the midst of our busy lives. We can use our breath to come back to the moment we're in and help us relax. We can use feeling the weight of our body to settle into ourselves and into our own ground. And we can use our posture to help us feel more expanded and spacious. We're going to take a break and we'll be back to talk more about how we can tap into the power of our physical body. I'm Angela King and this is Inner Force. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Inner Force is brought to you by New Ventures West. Pioneers of the renowned integral coaching method, New Ventures West has been offering transformative training programs for three decades. Their world-class faculty is known for developing masterful coaches who are of genuine service to their clients while staying true to themselves. With a focus on personal transformation and practical wisdom, leaders from all over the world have learned to cultivate greater capacity and fulfillment in their lives and to make a more meaningful contribution to those around them. Learn how integral coaching is applied in business leadership through masterful conversations. A three-day workshop for professionals offered in San Francisco, the Washington, D.C. area, and other cities worldwide. Visit newventureswest.com slash innerforce to explore what is possible. That's newventureswest.com slash innerforce. New Ventures West. Bring your whole self to life. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Inner Force with Angela King. We'd love to hear your questions and comments on today's show. Please send your questions and comments by email to info at fuelinnerforce.com. Now, back to Inner Force. Welcome back. I'm Angela King, and this is Inner Force. Today, we're talking about the power of awareness of our physical body and how to start to tap into it. We're covering three topics. The first is breath, second is ground, and third is posture. So let's start with the breath, and we're going to talk biology for a few minutes. 
As many of us know, our nervous system has two main parts, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic systems. In short, the sympathetic system is what activates us and is often referred to as the fight or flight system. It is activated under stress or extreme conditions. And our system prepares to act. Our blood pressure, heart rate, and breathing rates all increase. Blood is pushed out to the muscles of the arms and legs, and the pupils of our eyes dilate. We are ready to act. This served us, of course, very well when we actually needed to run away from a tiger. But of course, now this system can get activated simply when we open our email or maybe when we get cut off in traffic. And it doesn't necessarily serve us when this system gets activated in the middle of a business meeting. But it certainly can, as we all probably know. The parasympathetic nervous system operates during times of low stress. It maintains and conserves body energy and directs the activities we need to have our bodies function properly, including breathing, digestion, and elimination. Blood pressure, heart rate, and breathing rates decrease. When this system is activated, blood flows through the digestive system and the pupils of our eyes contract. So from a biology perspective, what are we doing when we begin to focus consciously on our breathing? We're actually calling in the parasympathetic part of our nervous system that slows things down and has us begin to relax. Now, as a default, our body takes care of our, itself, breathing either rapidly if it's under stress or more slowly in times of rest. And thank goodness our body breathes on its own. Can you imagine if we had to think consciously about breathing to keep functioning? Given the stress that most of us are working and living under, my guess is that we'd have trouble surviving. A majority of the time, our breathing takes place just outside the edge of our awareness. And this is what we're doing in this work on the body and in this overall inner force process, making that which lies outside our consciousness more conscious so that it can be a source of fuel for us. And the breath can be just that. This is another excerpt from my Ishta Yoga training. One definition of yoga is a tool to make our unconscious patterns conscious. Through conscious awareness, we are released from our patterns, physical, breathing, mental, and physiological. Each one affects the other. Changing the patterns of your breath changes the patterns of your body, your mind, and your life. Breath work increases freedom in our breathing and freedom in our living. In life, in meetings, in stressful situations at work, in any situation really, we can bring consciousness to our breath. And as we do so, we will be revitalizing our physical and emotional bodies. Donna Fardy's book called The Breathing Book, Good Health and Vitality Through Essential Breathwork is fantastic. As she says, quote, the process of breathing is the most accurate metaphor we have for the way we personally approach life, how we live our lives, and how we react to the inevitable changes that life brings us. We stop our breath as a way of attempting to bring life under our command. And she goes on to say that habitually breathing high into the chest, breathing very fast, and breathing shallowly are almost epidemics today. What I love about her work is that she's not recommending that we create some new forced way of breathing, but rather to simply investigate how we are breathing now 
And in bringing our attention and consciousness to it, our breath responds. And you can give this a try while you listen. Simply bringing your attention to the inhale and the exhale. You might even start to notice where your breath is taking place. For example, are you breathing high up in your chest or lower down in your center in your belly? She says, quote, what is required is not a new artificial way of breathing that lasts as long as our stunningly brief attention spans, but a return to a way of breathing that can be calm and regular, flexible and spontaneous. This essential breath is always available to support whatever we do, whether we are running a marathon or running a business. Integrated breathing can be the cornerstone for all other human movement and processes, allowing us to be confidently engaged in the world. Now, the first step with the breath, which is also true with various aspects of cultivating our inner force, is to start to make the unconscious conscious. In my client work with executives, we talk about the breath as one of our many inherent superpowers that we have. When we breathe consciously, we have the power to shift what is happening in our systems from stress and chaos to calm and centered simply by bringing our attention to it. And we can do this anytime, anywhere, and no one has to know that we're using it. Breathing consciously brings us into the present moment giving us more capacity to meet that moment that we're in. The question is, when can we start to rely on this superpower more and more? The second topic we're going to cover today is finding our ground. In my own journey and my work with clients, I've seen the evidence as this, as another one of our inherent superpowers. The ground within ourselves is always present. And we can bring our attention to it whenever we need it. It can provide a huge source of stability amidst amidst stress and chaos. So what do I mean by ground? As we talked about earlier, we're often living and working from the neck up. And yet there is huge value in tapping into the power and the solidity we can begin to feel when we pay attention to the lower half of our body, our legs, and our feet. Breathing into the belly begins to bring our focus into the lower half of our body and can be a really good way to get started. In my work with executives, we often talk about calling our attention to our feet. Just the simple act of feeling our feet on the ground can help us in accessing more of ourselves. Feeling our feet helps us arrive more fully into the present moment. It's kind of like magic. When we start to become aware of our body and feel our feet on the floor or our body in the chair, we can start to shift out of the unproductive, anxious chatter in our head and back into our center. The combination of finding our breath and settling into our ground through feeling our legs and our feet gives us more access to our capacities at any given moment. And this can really serve us when we're preparing for a difficult conversation or heading into a meeting that we're uncomfortable about, or even a presentation when we're feeling nervous. And again, the beautiful thing about all of these tricks is that they give you tons of support for your internal system without anybody knowing that you're using them. The third topic we're going to cover today is around posture. How we can start to pay attention to how we are holding our physical body. 
And how we are holding ourselves physically can determine how centered we feel in any given moment. We can be leaning forward, to the side, or back. If we bring our attention to how we are holding ourselves in space, we can then refine our center of gravity. And just this physical move can have us feel more centered and more at home in ourselves. Paying attention to our posture has many benefits for how we show up in the work we do. How we hold ourselves has a huge impact on the way we view ourselves and what is possible for ourselves in any given moment. It also has a huge impact on how others view us. So you can take a minute now to inventory how you're sitting or standing right now. You can start to observe, am I, how am I sitting? Am I slouching? And how does it feel when I slouch? If I'm leaning to one side or to the back or even forward, you can ask yourself, do I feel like I can lead my team from this place? Am I sitting with a straight spine? How does it feel if I adjust and I sit straight up? If I have my legs and arms crossed, how does that feel? You can ask yourself the question, what feels possible from here? There's no right answer. The practice is to start to pay attention to what's happening for you in any given moment. So let's take a minute and put these three concepts together. You can start by bringing your attention to the seat in the chair that you're sitting in and feel the weight of your body on the chair. You can feel the weight of your legs going down through your feet and into the ground. You can feel your feet firmly planted on the ground. Now, as you notice your feet, bring your awareness to your inhale and your exhale, consciously focusing as you inhale and exhale. You can bring your attention to your posture and how you're holding your body. You can sit tall with the crown of the head reaching towards the ceiling and firmly planted in your chair, sitting tall, feeling the weight of your body and consciously focusing on your inhale and your exhale. When we put these three concepts together, we can come back to our center, which is a process that we need to do throughout our days. We inevitably get knocked off our center several times during the day. And we can come back to it by simply finding our breath, feeling our feet, and coming back into alignment through our posture. From this centered place, we find ourselves more available to meet the moment that we're in, no matter how difficult that moment may be. Now, a trick of the trade that I've learned from my integral coach training at New Ventures West is that it can be hugely beneficial to engage in these practices when it's easy so that it's more likely that they will be there as support for us when it's hard. Up next, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have our New Ventures West segment. Our guest today is Sahar Azarabadi, who is a certified integral coach from New Ventures West and a leadership embodiment associate. In the leadership embodiment work, they have what they call basic practice, which focuses on three techniques we've talked about today. In basic practice, they call uh, these three things breath as a way to focus our attention, balance as a way to pay attention to posture and position, and gravity as a way to tap into the grounding of the weight of our body. We'll learn more about basic practice coming up next. You're listening to Inner Force. Thanks for listening today, and we'll be right back. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Inner Force is brought to you by New Ventures West. Pioneers of the renowned integral coaching method, New Ventures West has been offering transformative training programs for three decades. Their world-class faculty is known for developing masterful coaches who are of genuine service to their clients while staying true to themselves. With a focus on personal transformation and practical wisdom, leaders from all over the world have learned to cultivate greater capacity and fulfillment in their lives and to make a more meaningful contribution to those around them. Learn how integral coaching is applied in business leadership through masterful conversations. A three-day workshop for professionals offered in San Francisco, the Washington, D.C. area, and other cities worldwide. Visit newventureswest.com slash innerforce to explore what is possible. That's newventureswest.com slash innerforce. New Ventures West. Bring your whole self to life. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Inner Force with Angela King. We'd love to hear your questions and comments on today's show. Please send your questions and comments by email to info at fuelinnerforce.com. Now, back to Inner Force. Welcome back. I'm Angela King, and this is Inner Force. Welcome, Sahar. Thanks so much for joining Thanks. us today. Thanks, Angela. It's great to be here. So before we dive in, a little bit about Sahar and her background. She is the founder of Antho Systems and brings over 15 years of management and executive level experience in sales, marketing, and business development to her coaching work, facilitation, training, and workshops. She is a certified integral coach from New Ventures West, a leadership embodiment associate, and certified in the Leadership Circle Profile, Polarity Thinking, and System Team Coaching. And today we're talking about how increasing our awareness of our physical body can support us as leaders in our work and in our lives. And Sahar, this is what you do in your work with leadership embodiment. So I'm so happy to have you here today with us to bring your experience and expertise and so maybe what Thank we could so do is, maybe what we could do is start with uh, what leadership embodiment does and what embodiment means actually. 
Sure. So um, I guess I can speak to leadership embodiment and the body of work first. It was um, founded by Wendy Palmer, who is a six-degree black belt in Aikido. And she brought some of the principles of Aikido uh, to leadership. And specifically, it's the distinction between kind of when we're in our personality or in reactive patterns to things that happen to us um, compared to being in center, which gives us access to our big picture thinking, more of our creativity. It's more of a true expression of who we are. And given today's um, uh, climate with, you know, the VUCA systems that people are talking about, about things being volatile and uncertain, complex and ambiguous, um, our ability to center can allow us to more skillfully navigate all of this transition and all of this rapid change. Fantastic. Um, and then as far as what embodiment is, um, you know, in a, way, in a way we're all embodied because we have a body. <laughs> and yet one of my favorite quotes is a James Joyce quote from the Dubliners um, who said that Mr. Duffy lived a short distance from his body. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, this really resonated for me because this is, this is how I lived my life. My body was, you know, a vehicle to get from place to place, from meeting to meeting. And I really wasn't even tapping into the rich resource that was available to me. Um, So I'll stop there and see what else we can talk about with that. Yeah, great. So in terms of what it means to be centered, how we can center ourselves and how the basic practice helps us do that, why don't we spend a few minutes talking about that? Sure. Um, so the basic practice of centering is really, and we can try it right now, um, as we inhale, we can actually lengthen up the back of our spines. And when we find our length, we find our dignity. And as we exhale, we can soften down the front of our body, thinking of something that makes us smile. And then we can also expand our presence out a little bit to include other people. So it's not just me. It's actually this this notion that we're all in this together, especially when we're on a team or within an organization. And then we can just settle. So again, this is, we hold our reactive patterns actually in the body, within the musculature, within the tissue. And so being in a practice of continually coming back to center, the practice is not to be in center all the time. The practice is to come back to center when we see, when we see that we've moved away from it. So that's a really simple five-second practice that can help us come back to center when we find ourselves um, in a reactive pattern. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that and actually walking us through it. I feel better sitting here having done it. (laughs) It's amazing, right? And I think that's, I love what you just said about that it's about the practice is about coming back. I think at one point I thought there was this um, sort of far off, place that I could get to called center and once I got there I would be able to stay there (laughs) and in in actuality that's not how this works Uh, how this works is we have to keep coming back and keep coming back and that's what the inner force process and what we're we're attempting to do here with introducing this material is to create a set of practices that has us come back 
continually and find ourselves and that connection to ourselves. Right. Yeah, so, I love that. I love that you say that because I also have this notion that you know, center was something out there. We sometimes refer to this as the island where it all turns out, and <laughs> yes. that I have to work really hard to get there. And what the leadership embodiment body of work tells us is that center is really always available to us. Um, so it's a set of practices to be able to have more uh, purposeful access to that. Yeah, beautiful. And and maybe. Since you work with leaders all the time in this work, maybe you could speak to how you've seen this type of practice of centering and and learning to come back, how you've seen it benefit leaders that you work with. Mm. I think one of the most striking um, things that I've noticed is the leaders that I work with uh, have more capacity to be in relationship when they're coming from a place of center. So oftentimes when things happen, it's like this person did this to me. Or when we're thinking about our teams, how come they're not doing what they're supposed to do? So it becomes really difficult for us to access empathy, to hold different perspectives. So we think that sometimes the world is happening to us, but these people are doing things to us on purpose. Right. And um, so when we're in center, what I've noticed with these leaders is that all of a sudden they're able to be in skillful relationship. That doesn't mean that the standards go away. That doesn't mean that, you know, we don't need to get work done inside of an organization. It also honors the dignity of the other human being that's either on their team or within the organization. Um, So one of the ways that one of my clients had described it is um, before it was like standing across from the person, and he actually talked about it as standing across a canyon like they were that far apart in terms wow. of trying to have a meeting of the minds. Right. And this shift was standing shoulder to shoulder and looking out over the canyon towards where they want to go. They had a shared vision. Wow. It's really powerful that coming yeah. back to ourselves and getting centered in ourselves can have, ha- can have that impact on our relationship with others. That's right. Yeah. And really, we can't go at it alone. Absolutely. Um, so the the honoring of that we are interconnected, that we are in this together, and really we do share a vision. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the the things that um, you and I talked about earlier was in doing this centering process, we can also add the idea of adding a quality, which I know is something mm-hmm. that you that you work with in the leadership embodiment work. And I was wondering if maybe we could just talk about that quickly uh, in terms of what that might mean. And the one that's coming to me as we're talking is around compassion and, mm-hmm. and, and bringing that both to ourself and the other. Yeah, absolutely. So one of, the, one of the questions that we ask after the centering practice in the uplifting, the softening down the front, the expanding to include others, and the settling is what would it be like to have 5% more compassion in this situation? So this question is really a beautiful question because it opens up the possibility for something different. And I love what you said, Angela, about compassion um, towards self and others. Um, Again, it's it's a recognition of our interconnectedness. 
Yeah. And sometimes what we what happens with qualities is I really don't feel like even when I ask that question, I really don't feel like I can access compassion in this situation. And so um, we have introduced this notion of a posse. And because the, the space around us is resourced, right? So one of the ways that we can think about this is, well, who do we know that really embodies compassion? Mm. So it could be an archetype. It could be a historical figure. You know, for compassion, often the one that shows up is Mother Teresa. Right. And so with this, we can actually allow the compassion from Mother Teresa to just kind of flow through us rather than feeling like we have to conjure up or manufacture compassion. Yeah. It's a really powerful notion. Yeah. So the posse, the posse is, um, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. One, and it can yeah. be really powerful as well, as you said. So um, one of the other ones that I use, just to give another example, is I use Mr. Rogers. I grew up watching Mr. Rogers as a kid. <laughs> sure, yeah. And so this heart quality of wanting to be inclusive, you know, Mr. Rogers always invited everybody into play, no matter what. Right. right. And <laughs> so that's another example. That's a fun one. So we <laughs> just have a, a quick minute left here, but I'd love to hear a little bit about what your one of your favorite practices to put fuel in your fuel tank? Really, it's the center. It's funny. One of the, um, one of the ways that this was described by a client uh, because the whole team was doing it um, was a lizard push-up. And the reason for that is <laughs> everyone who's sitting around the table in the meeting had their hand on the table. And something had transpired in this meeting where people felt, oh, they got knocked off center. And so one woman had just... Um, put her hands on the table, uplifted a little bit. So it kind of looks like, if you envision it, kind of looks like a little lizard push-up. Right. And that was a signal to the rest of the team, too. And they all went into a centering practice together. So I love I it. that as a funny way to remember to center. And the more we can practice, I mean, it takes five seconds. Yeah. So we could do it five, 10, 20 times a day. So I do these little lizard push-ups. I love That's it. one of my favorites. Thanks, Sahar. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We're going to have to wrap up. Thank you so much for your time and expertise today. Thank you so much. Stay tuned and we'll be back for our last segment about how to take this out into our work and our lives. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Inner Force is brought to you by New Ventures West. Pioneers of the renowned integral coaching method, New Ventures West has been offering transformative training programs for three decades. Their world-class faculty is known for developing masterful coaches who are of genuine service to their clients while staying true to themselves. With a focus on personal transformation and practical wisdom, leaders from all over the world have learned to cultivate greater capacity and fulfillment in their lives and to make a more meaningful contribution to those around them. Learn how integral coaching is applied in business leadership through masterful conversations. A three-day workshop for professionals offered in San Francisco, the Washington, D.C. area, and other cities worldwide. Visit newventureswest.com slash innerforce to explore what is possible. That's newventureswest.com slash innerforce. New Ventures West. Bring your whole self to life. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. This is Interforce with Angela King. We'd love to hear your questions and comments on today's show. Please send your questions and comments by email to info at fuelinnerforce.com. Now, back to Inner Force. Welcome back. I'm Angela King, and this is Inner Force. Today, we've been talking about the power of our awareness of our physical body. And in our final segment today, we'll talk through how we can take this out into life, and we'll also introduce our practice of the week. Before we do that, I thought I'd just share one of my personal current inquiries around the many, many layers that there are in tapping into the power of our physical body. As I've taken on this radio show, which is a new medium for me, I've noticed that my stress level has increased and that I'm having to rely on the power of my own breath and my body, the weight of my body, my center, my presence in much deeper ways in order to show up amidst this new project in the way that I want to. So it's an inquiry that can have many different levels, and today is just a way to get started. So a question I'll start with around that is how can you experiment with what you've heard today? Experimentation is what this inner force invitation is all about. We can start to play with questions like, what does it feel like to do this basic centering practice that was introduced today? What does it feel like when I come back to my breath before I respond to that difficult email or before I start this tricky meeting that I have to do next? We can use the small moments during our day to breathe. All we have to do is remember and then bring our attention to it. We can ask ourselves, how does tapping into my breath and feeling the weight of my body on the chair or how I'm holding my posture, how do these things support me in my day-to-day work and life? Does it support me to feel my feet as I'm delivering a presentation? How does it impact me? Now, the question is, when can I find the time? And I love Wendy Palmer's answer to this in her book that we spoke about earlier, The Intuitive Body. She says, quote, where and when do I do basic practice? I do it standing in line. I do it when I'm walking. I do it when I'm waiting for the light to change. In other words, I integrate it into the many gaps that occur in my life. I love this notion that we're not necessarily adding to our to-do list, but we're taking the gaps that already exist during the course of our day, and we're actually using those gaps to resource ourselves. I think that can be revolutionary. Now, of course, we can benefit hugely from incorporating additional practices 
for our body into our day. But if you don't have time for that right now, that's okay. Just try bringing a new level of awareness into the moment when we're standing in line or waiting for the taxi or riding the elevator. Now, this week's practice of the week is to do this centering practice. And we are suggesting incorporating it into the one-on-one meeting that we've been doing with ourselves for the last few weeks. If you haven't heard about what that is, it's essentially the concept of most of us have a way that we manage our team or that we're on a team and we do check-ins with each other, right? We sit down and get caught up about what's going on. And whatever your mechanism is, the inner force invitation is to create some space in your day to do that kind of a check-in, but to do it with yourself. And so the idea is to find a time daily whenever works for you. We like to recommend to create a cue in order to remember to do it. And it typically works to do it at the same time of day. Um, Clients often have the most success when they actually add a new habit to an existing habit. So, for example, I am doing my daily one-on-one meeting while they coffee brews. And you can also check out the Mind Jogger app, which is one I'm trying right now that I'm really loving to create the reminder. So we're going to recommend that you connect with your breath to take 10 conscious breaths that uh, go, that's approximately one minute for the average person, and then to engage in the centering practice that we just talked about in our third segment. So we're inhaling and uplifting, breathing up the back of the spine, exhaling and expanding down the front, feeling the strength in our back and softening down the front. And that that expansion begins to include the space around us and the other. And then to settle into our ground, to feel the weight of our body and our legs and feeling the connection to the floor. And the idea is that this takes less than two minutes. And like Sahar said, you know, you can do this censoring practice many, many times a day whenever you remember So you can go to fuelinnerforce.com to download the practice of the week. And as we talked about earlier, one other thing we could do is to to call to mind a quality that you want to embody more fully in this moment. Earlier, we spoke about compassion. And I loved the idea of asking the question of whatever quality you choose, what would it be like if I just had 5% more compassion? I love that as a notion and a way to step in. You could choose to bring in something like gratitude. Studies show that having a gratitude practice has enormous benefits for our well-being and can support us in the midst of difficulty in a meaningful way. Or you could also consider setting an intention of how you want to show up following your centering practice, either throughout your day or in a specific upcoming situation that might be challenging. Now, let's talk tactics. Um, We're wanting to make these new habits stick. And I think we talked a little bit about this last time, bringing in habit research from The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg that shows us we're most successful in creating new habits when there's three things in place. The cue that we talked about earlier, a reminder to do the new habit, putting it in your calendar or a reminder on your phone or whatever works for you. Second is a routine around it, a process that you always do. And this is where you can refer to the practice of the week sheet that we've created or come up with a routine of your own. 
And then third is a reward. And this doesn't have to be um, a piece of chocolate. Um, This can be just simply recalling the benefit that you see from doing it. We know that we're more likely to take on and actually do a practice when we consciously name how it will help us. I also wanted to bring in the concept that Sahar mentioned towards the end of our our New Ventures West segment. She talked about the executive who had a cue of the lizard (laughs) push-up that she used with her team. Can you imagine how our experience at work would change if we had a systematic way that we brought in the breath and some awareness of centering our body during stressful meetings? How would that change what we can accomplish together? How would it shift the dialogue? How would it change our relationships with each other if we had a way to call in the power of our parasympathetic nervous system in a moment of difficulty? My guess is we would make some very positive changes in both the output of what we create and how we feel while we're doing it. So today we've covered bringing awareness to our breath, finding our ground, and paying attention to our posture. We've talked about how learning some of these simple techniques can support us in bringing more of ourselves into any given moment. And I hope you can experiment with these a bit this week and see what works to support you in your work and your life. That concludes today's show. We hope you'll tune in next week when we talk about the power of focusing our attention through leveraging the practice of mindfulness. We'll demystify mindfulness and talk about the business of now. We'll learn how training our brains to focus our attention expands the capacity to connect to ourselves and others. I'm really excited and thrilled that we'll be joined by James Flaherty, who's the founder of New Ventures West and the author of Coaching, Evoking Excellence in Others. Join us next week here on the Voice America Business Channel, Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific. The most important connection we have is the one we cultivate with ourselves. Make time to connect with yourself every day. I'm Angela King, and this is Inner Force. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week to Inner Force. Be sure to join host Angela King for another program next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Inner Force. Connect. Ignite. Rise.